Welcome to Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. Blake, it's not Danny Cole. This is your co-host. What's up, Stronger Nation? It's Blake Barber. Uh, Danny's going to let me do the intro tonight. Our guest speaker tonight is a serial entrepreneur. This guy is a motivated self-starter whose desire to get paid not by a finite salary or wage, but according to how hard he works, how much effort he puts into his hour, has led to an extensive career in sales, achieving great success. I would even call this guy an expert in the art of sales, and yes, Sales is an art. He's become an accomplished author of several successful titles, The Formula for Happiness and Success, The Formula for Success in Sales, How to Repair Your Credit Like the Pros, which has also spurred other uh, careers, which would include, uh, he's a life coach, he's in, which is encouraging uh, other people, helping them on their path to achieving life goals. He's a credit repair specialist. Uh, which I'm pretty excited to hear about tonight. Uh, he's uh, a public speaker where he educates the masses about all of these things. He's a very successful host of the very radio show you are listening to right now, where he shares the success stories of other local entrepreneurs. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Cole has just entered the building. What's up? Blake, um, that was a great intro. It made me feel pretty good. Um, I, I don't know what else to say now. <laughs> I think you hit every nail on the head. <laughs> you know. You know. We actually just had our uh, guest uh, that was scheduled tonight. He canceled at the last minute. So Yeah, uh, Najee Reed, great guy, man. I can't wait for him to come on the show. He's a young entrepreneur. He's in his young 20s. And oh, this wow. man's already got a clothing line out. He's got his own fragrance line, a perfume. Not perfume. A perfume is going to be all organic, natural oils. So it's, man, it's. When I met him and he had it on, I was like, dude, what is that smell? It smells amazing. And he told me that he, it took him about five years, but he created his own line of fragrance. Wow. He'll be an exciting guest. Maybe he can uh, make it in the near future. I think he will, yeah. David, he definitely will. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's interview you tonight. Is that okay? I would uh, really like to hear some of your story. Let's do it. You heard well, mine uh, last month. And so now it's your turn. Yours was great. But before we jump into the interview, okay. let's find out. I want everybody to know, keep up with us. You know, what's going on? How was your week? My week is more of the same, baby, just working, pursuing a dream. Everybody's still sick during the wintertime? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is my bread and butter. This is uh, where we stay busy uh, because, you know, everybody gets flu, gets sick. Uh, this is this is a good time for me. This is my Christmas. There we go. And everybody remember that Blake Barber is over here in Fayetteville, one of the locations he has. So Metaford over in Fayetteville, if you're sick, come and see this man. He will take care of you. Well, thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. All right, so can we get started with the questions for you? Let's go. Danny Cole, all right. First of all, uh, let's let the Stronger Nation know exactly what it is that Danny Cole does. What industry are you in? Uh, well, <laughs> what am I not in? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, better said. Uh, like I said, I'm an author. I've got three books that I've written so far. Plan right now I'm working on two more. So books that I've written, I'm in the 
in the credit repair business, which is a huge industry right now. There's so many people. There's 49 million Americans right now with a credit score less than a 499. That. So, I mean, there's a ton of people who need credit repair. So, I mean, that business there, again, the motivational speaking, helping up. My whole goal with everything that I do is helping other people. That's my passion. I want to help other people become successful, become happier in their lives, because that's what we're all called here to do, be, help one another out. Amen. Well said. Yeah, so, my industry is, you know, simply put, it's helping other people. Very good. How did you get started in this, Danny? Um, well... Let's say with, with the books, like with becoming an author, my very first book is The Formula for Happiness and Success, right? And I've got a lot of people, that's a good question, is a lot of people ask me, how did you write a book? Because a lot of people out there want to write a book. They just don't know how to get started. They don't know what to do. And so I get asked that a lot. Mine started, I don't know if it's the same as a lot of other people or just different, but I started out with, I like to write. I read all the time. I write all the time. It's just writing everything down. And I've been through a lot in my life, so just keep writing and writing. And before I knew it, this kind of God put on my heart, look, this all goes together as in a book. Because what I've noticed from whether it's Les Brown, your Joris Myers, your Anthony Robbins, everyone talks about happiness and everyone talks about success. But no one's got, or no one had at the time, a book that put all these principles in. And one thing I noticed that all these people talked about, there was five key principles. Right, so I compiled that there from all the notes that I've had, all the studying that I've done, and put them in the book. And so you got the five key principles to create happiness and success in life. So that was the very first book. And one thing I want all the listeners out there to know is happiness and success is relative. You know, it's whatever your definition is. Because I had one guy that a uh, good friend of me and Roger were good friends, and a good friend of his mm -hmm. said, "Well, dude, I don't know if I want to buy the book. He's not. He's not successful." Because he looked at success as far as making X amount of dollars. If you didn't make over, you know, 400 grand a year, then you're not successful. Mm -hmm. So, again, success is not just a monetary value. It's having, to me, it's being happy with who you are. It's having that inner peace and enjoying the life that you truly live. Right? That's success. You know, Great of course, definition. you, you want to have, you know, you got to have money, absolutely. But, again, success to me is having the inner peace and just helping other people out on a daily basis. Right. And it shines through in your personality, Danny, because uh, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is, is probably one of the, the happiest, most uplifting men that I, I had the pleasure of spending my time with. And, and to that point, um, I had mentioned before that, that you know, I actively pursue a friendship with this guy for that reason. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's something you and I talked about, having the five, the five people in our lives that are, mm -hmm. that are your core people. Yep. Because the five people that you have, you're going to become better or worse because of those. Exactly. So, yeah, when you told me that, dude, that, that made me feel really good. I appreciated that. And yeah. I appreciate the lunches that we have, the dinners that we have mm -hmm. to communicate and talk about business and just the fellowship. I really enjoy that. Steve Harvey said one time, uh, if, if five-year-old friends smoke, you're going to be number six. That's it. So, yeah, and, it, and, it, and, it, and I think that truly applies to everything. Uh, so, now, you had just said, you, 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 you just made a little bit of a reference to the things that happened in your life. I would like to. This is, this is one of the passionate uh, interests that I have when it comes to success stories. I'd like to take it back mm -hmm. uh, as far as you care to go uh, to your, your, your starting point, uh, where you came from and, and, and you know who you were in the beginning and what exactly led you down this path that you've taken. Because I've known you, I think we've known each other for about 10 years roughly. Yeah. And as far as I know, you've always been a self-starter. You've always been uh, in sales. You've always been self-motivated um, to, to earn your own way. But I've never actually heard the full story, so I'm pretty excited to hear that. You no, know, that's that's a great question. It's something that I was thinking about on the way to the radio station today, actually. And 
You and I both read um, Dean Graziosi's book. Yes. And one of the questions he had in there was to know your why, right? And there's different questions and different ways to go about it. And there basically there's seven layers, right? So it's like asking yourself, why do you want to be successful? And so once you go to the seventh layer down, so they said, why do you want to be successful? Because I want money. Why do you want money? Because I want to do certain things, whatever it is. Basically, when you get to that seventh layer, that's your true reason, right? Mm -hmm. And I did that recently when I was reading the book. And my seventh layer, my answer was freedom. And it made a lot of sense because as some know and a lot may not know, you know, growing up, my family had a lot of love. We were very close, did not have a lot of money. Grew up very poor. So freedom is something that we didn't really have. Not saying locked up in jail freedom, but as far as freedom of choice. Sure. Freedom to go out to eat when you want to go eat. Because, you know, I was the oldest of six kids. Again, a lot of family, a lot of love, a lot of good times and memories. But going out to restaurants, not really new clothes, no new cars. You know, we didn't really have anything. You know, vacations. I think I remember my very first vacation, man. It was like in middle school. Wow. So, yeah, it was, you know. Six kids. That's. Dude, that's a lot. Did you guys have middle names or just numbers? One, two, three, four. And, uh, what would, my mom, it's funny because my mom's like, Joe, Brent, she, she calls everybody's name until she gets to the right one. <laughs> so that is hilarious. But yeah, kind of going back to the story, yeah, we grew up very poor. So, But I saw people who had what I wanted to have, right? I had friends of mine whose family did have money. They went on vacation. They had that nice home. They had their own room. They weren't sharing rooms. They... You know, went to Boy Scouts. They went and did just different things that we didn't have the option to do in. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, it clicked. I want to have more. You know, I don't want to not be able to do anything. So I remember, you know, being a young age, just always wanting more. So I always looked at other people who were being successful. Mm -hmm. What did they do, right? And it took a while in life before I actually applied those different things. Because growing up extremely poor, I got made up fun. I got made fun of a lot throughout middle school and elementary school. So my self-esteem was really low. So that's something a lot of people might not know. Again, elementary school, middle school, dude, my self-esteem was extremely low. Hard to believe. You were such a not you, that person at this point. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's different things you can do to become confident, just kind of being comfortable with who you are in different exercises. But my right eye, that was a hereditary trait. When I get tired or stressed out, it turns in, right? And basically, I'm legally blind in my right eye. 2020 vision in my left, bam, perfect. Right eye, forget about it. It's like 2200, dude. Really? Yeah. So I can't really see out of it. But so in school, man, I got called, you know, cross eyed. I got called, you know, buck teeth. I got all these names all the time to a point where shoot, I thought it was my name, you know? So it was all the time. <laughs> Who's like, Danny? What? Yeah, huh? <laughs> so it's just something that, man, it, it killed my self esteem. Right. It wasn't until high school that I started getting over that. I became an athlete in high school, um, started doing cross country and then wrestling. And wrestling's kind of where everything changed, right? My very first year of wrestling, Blake, dude, very first year of wrestling, I won one single match hey. the whole entire year. My very first match was against McIntosh over in Peachtree City. Right. The dude pinned me with his legs. <laughs> like, in the first, like, round, I was like, dude, what in the world? <laughs> now, for our audience who doesn't know a lot about wrestling, that's quite a statement. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, man. But, you know, like you said earlier, got that attitude that personality where i want to achieve more right so at practice man i always worked harder than everybody else put it in put it out every single day um fast forward junior senior year team captain um senior year well junior and senior year went to state and then senior year again remember first year 
I only won one match the entire year. Senior year, only lost one match the entire year. How about that? Dude, it's just mindset, working harder than everybody else. Man. And wrestling really changed me a lot because it let me know that it's not the person with the most talent, it's the one with the most heart. Absolutely. You can have all yeah. the talent in the world, but if you don't have that drive, if you don't have that hustle, mm -hmm. you're not going to achieve anything. You've got to make it happen. Right. So that's when I really realized that. And that's kind of made all the difference in the world to me right there. I think it was David Goggins that said uh, when, when practice stops for the team, it's when it just begins for the champion. Yes. So uh, That job. dude is a beast. Oh, yeah. Man, have, have you heard his interview on um, Tom Bilyeu? Yeah, he's, he just did his second. Uh, did he? I think a, a month or so ago, yeah. That dude, if, if y'all have not listened to that interview, oh, my goodness, mm -hmm. go to Impact Theory with Tom <laughs> Bilyeu and listen to that. This guy had mm -hmm. shin splints, leg, yeah. shin splints, was peeing and pooping down his leg, wrapped up his legs, and still finished. How many miles did he run in the desert? Uh, it was 200 and I think 70 something. Something crazy, right man. 250. Yeah. It was. And I just listened to that last night. I can't believe I just forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's an interview for everybody to hear. Oh, I mean, and, and Tom Bilyeu, you're welcome for the free plug on the. There you <laughs> go, Tom. Than well, we'll, we'll, we'll be on your show before you know it. Don't worry. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so let me ask you a question, Danny. You know, talking about your youth and your childhood, if you could go back and, and actually have a sit down with your younger self, the younger version of yourself. Mm hmm. What advice would you give the younger Danny Cole? Um, as far as just personal advice both, to myself. Both yeah. personal and in business advice. Okay. Uh, well, as far as like personal advice to myself, man, it would be just love who you are. No matter like the times in school, all those people you're in school with, you're probably going to talk to a handful of them once you graduate. All those opinions and things that they say don't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. So just know who you are. Love yourself. Be who you want to be. You know, just enjoy you. So many people out there try to impress other people by whether the clothes they wear or the way they act or the things that they do. Just love you. Just be you. Well said. And then as far as business, it would definitely be, look, start, start at a younger age, but create a plan and take massive action, which is what I do now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you get sidetracked. Life happens. It's, it's staying focused, Danny. Stay focused. I would have got started with a credit repair sooner. I got a buddy of mine. I don't mention any names, but he is a beast with the credit repair. And this man, Blake, all right, you know, credit repair is helping other people out. Also, there's another aspect to it where they can people can sign up to be an agent. So you can have your own credit franchise. And I got a buddy of mine, dude. He was killing the business. And he's making over 20 grand a month right now. Wow. With credit repair. Very impressive. Dude, it is. It's sick. So, yeah, one of them, I'd go back and tell my younger self, get started with that. Right when credit repair business started, jump into that right there. Now, would your younger <laughs> self listen? Yeah, I would have grabbed him by the shoulders, <laughs> look him dead in his eye, and said, hey, dude, get on this. Right, right. <laughs> Create the plan, follow the people who are successful, and do what they do. That is it. Well said. Now, let me ask you another question uh, along that, that, that train of thought. You were saying that. Uh, your your definition of success earlier and tying it in with this question now would be mm -hmm. uh, what is your plan? Number one, how far are you from achieving your uh, your goal of success? Because we already know what your definition is, mm -hmm. which obviously it's fluid. We all know that it will change. Uh, yeah. Like Grant Cardone says, the line to, to success is not a straight line. It's, it's squiggly. Um, it, it deviates and it, it fluctuates. But in your path, in, is, as you look to your future, what is your plan to achieve that success? Well, as far as like the inner peace, dude, I have that. I do. I'm, 
I love my life. I love who I am. I love the people that I surround myself with. And I'm very constantly aware of who I let into my life. So that aspect there, it, I'm good. As far as the, the monetary side, right now, I do well, but I want to have more. So to answer that question there, it's investing in more real estate property. It's what I've got right now. I've got the, the one rental property. I'm rehabbing it right now because I had to evict the tenant. So that money there, I've got plenty of equity built up. I'm going to take the money and reinvest into other properties. So mm-hmm. go ahead and start creating the wealth with the, with the real estate. Okay. With the credit repair, I want to help other people become financially free with that. Again, a buddy of mine makes very well with mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of money there. And not only is it just, you know, money's great, yes, but you get to help other people become financially free. Mm-hmm. There's been so many people that's been able to walk off of their jobs from network marketing and, you know, the credit repair business, like a lot of businesses right now, are network marketing. And Grant Cardone and, um, dude, there's so many people that, like Oprah Winfrey as well, that that promote network marketing. They tell you that it's one of the best things to get into because you don't have to put 100% of your effort. You can get 100 people and take 1% of their effort and achieve the same results, if not more. So network marketing is now, which wouldn't have been 10 years ago, is quote unquote the cool thing to be into because you got the freedom. You can do it anywhere. You can do it anytime and you can make good money doing it and help other people in the long run. I like that. I yeah. like that. So now uh, the next one is, is, is a little bit of a two-part question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part, and it's, it, it, this ties into your credit repair. The first part is say I am somebody who has uh, a very dire need for credit repair mm-hmm. and I want to seek out your services how would I do that I do that it's simple one you go to the my webpage which is updatecreditrepair.com okay. you can email me at updatecreditrepair at gmail.com and a lot of people do so your website is updatecreditrepair.com that's it and then I can email you at updatecreditrepair at gmail.com at gmail.com yeah got it okay just keeping it simple most people have the gmail so I just instead of you know, create and did their own fancy one. I just keep it simple. Yeah, I'm just writing know. that down because obviously I'm going to be talking to you after the show. Shh. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> Actually, I've got, like I said, you get, I get phone calls every single day about credit repair. Because again, no matter what, no matter what the economy is, there's people that lose family members. There's people who lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. There's people, you know, for whatever reason that have the hardships and they credit suffers. Yeah. So yeah. if a lot of people, and one thing a lot of people don't know is like the three credit bureaus, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, they're not government agencies. They're independently billion-dollar companies. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. The independently-owned companies. So what I want you to keep in mind here is they're not there for your benefit, right? They they make more money if you've got bad credit because what really? they do is, yeah. All right, think about it. If you've got a 500 credit score, right, you got to, you know, unfortunately, it's a bad credit score. So you need to get a loan. Right, so you got to buy a car. You just need a loan to pay off some bills or whatever it is. The credit card companies and things like that are going to make more money from you because they can charge higher interest rates, right? I see. So but you're higher risk too. Exactly. But the thing is, that's when they're going to charge you more because you're yeah. higher risk. Okay. Right. All right. So if you got a 750, 800 credit score, they're not going to make nowhere near as much money because they got to charge a lower interest rate. Mm-hmm. So with that, in, with that being said, if you got errors on your credit report, which I think is 75% of people have errors on their credit report, if you got an error on your credit report, the credit bureaus don't care because it lowers your score. And again, they make more money by selling that money to credit card companies. Discover, Visa, Amex, they buy all these credit files for low credit scores so they can make money with it. 
So that's how, say for for, for example, Experian or, or TransUnion, that's how they make money is by selling your scores to to like discover to banks to you know Amex whatever it is yeah and so they get paid more if you have a lower score they just sell more no no they get paid more if you get a lower score because let's say if I own Amex and you're let's say Equifax I'm like all right Blake tell you what dude I need I'm going I want everybody that's got a 510 credit score and lower and I'm going to pay you X amount of money you can charge me more for that because you know in the long term I'm going to make more on that oh. Oh, so I see. Wow. Yeah. So wow. like yeah. so if you if, if I tell you hey I want everybody in your group that's got a 700 to a 750, I know my interest rate's gonna be a lot lower on that. So I'm not gonna make a lot of money in the long term. A lot of people that have that high of a credit score don't have a lot of credit card debt. People with lower credit scores, nine times out of ten, they're used to spending, 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 got a lower score, and they got more debt. So they're gonna make more money. The credit card companies will. Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of brain overload. That's that's very educational. I had no idea it operated that way. Do a lot of people. That's why I do. I give free credit consultations all the time because a lot of people don't understand that. So I got some people that call me, won't know if they should go bankrupt or what they should do. So a lot of times, now I'll give a free credit consultation to know if it's a good fit or not because I'm not here to take your money if it's not going to work for you. Right. I'll give you some free advice and tell you what to do. Bam, go your direction. If what I've got works for you, we'll sign you up. Average time frame, again, it's average, three to six months. Your credit will be a lot better than where it's at now if you get a bad credit score. Which leads into another question. No, so if I have bad credit uh, for the financial reasons that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, are your services affordable or they do you? They're very affordable. Can't quote prices on air, sure. stuff like that, you know, just different reasons. But you can go to the webpage and you can okay. see the prices on there. But, oh, extremely affordable. Okay. Extremely affordable. Again, the average time frame, three to six months, so quick time frame. And a lot of things that can get taken off what a lot of people don't know, Blake, like bankruptcies, one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Once it's dismissed, bankruptcies can get taken off your credit report. How about that? Mm-hmm. And one of the main reasons why is nine times out of ten, a bankruptcy is going to have an <coughs> error on there. All right. So if it's again, if it's, if there's an error, if it's obsolete, if it's unverifiable, it's got to be taken off your credit report. And bankruptcies change so many hands in a short time frame, mm-hmm. and it could be an error on your name, on an amount, on anything. It can be any kind of error whatsoever. If there's an error, it has to be taken off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very so interesting. bankruptcies, repossessions, um, liens, which liens are taken off now anyway by law. You still have a lien on there, but they won't show up on your credit report. Okay. But um, repossessions, collections, stuff like that can be taken off your credit report. Very educational. Thank you so much. Part two to that question, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to move along because we're, we're getting sort of a little low on time. If if I'm interested in, in getting into the credit repair business, mm-hmm. um, and I would like to, to become one of your, uh, I'm not sure, one An of agent? your associates or one of your agents, yeah. how would I go about doing that? What, what all is involved in that process? Uh, again, you can go to the webpage, updatecreditrepair.com, or find me on Facebook, just Danny Cole. Look up Danny Cole, you'll find me on Facebook. And I can give you a call, you can call me, and I'll talk to you about it, but it's easy to sign up. And not only will you be able to help other people repair their credit, and again, you don't you don't repair it. Basically, you're a referral source, so you sign them up with a company. The company takes care of everything, which is great. Um, if there's any questions, they can call you. But nine times out of ten, they call the customer service because customer service handles everything. So it's kind of a hands-off business. Oh, okay. You're, you're yeah. just kind of the referral source, but super easy. You help a lot of people out, help their circumstance, help them save money because they lowered their interest rates on everything, and you can get compensated very well for it too. Okay, is, that sounds good. So I don't have to have any sort of special education or any sort of certificates or any classes or anything like that. I can just if you sign can answer up. a phone and you can talk to people, pff, you're pretty much hired. <laughs> I can do that. 
There you go. Yeah, it's free training. It's training every week, free training. So it's ongoing training. Uh, like I said, it's kind of a hands-off business, man. It runs on its own. Okay. All right. Can we shift gears for just a second? I'd like to ask you another real quick question. Yeah, what's that? Danny is, is talking about success. What do you think is the number one reason that most people fail? Dude, that's another good question. Um, one of the reasons most people fail is kind of a two-part deal is not having a game plan and not taking action. There are so many people out there that say, okay, I want to be successful. I want to do, whether it's real estate, I want to do real estate, right? So they kind of got a half plan, right? But they don't take action on it. You know, the Bible tells you, according to your faith, it shall be given to you, right? Mm-hmm. But the second part of that that I tell a lot of people is faith without works is dead. You can believe all day long that you want to be successful. You want to have the right relationship. You want to have whatever it is. But if you're not taking action, then it's not going to happen, period. So the biggest thing, the biggest reason people fail is they don't have a plan. No matter what is in life, whether it's a health goal, a financial goal, a relationship goal, a spiritual goal, whatever it is, if you want to be successful, you got to have a plan. You got to know where you're going, what's point A, what's point B, and what's the ending point. All right? And then you got to take action. Take action on a daily basis, and you will achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest reason people do not succeed. They yeah, don't. we were having dinner one night, and you had told me we were talking about old cliches, and I had said one about knowledge is power, and you said, ah, let me let me correct that. Mm-hmm. Applied knowledge is power. That's it, because you can know everything in the world, but if you yeah. don't take action, it's not going to happen. Like with you, because you know you work out all the time. You get people asking you, well, how can I get to look like you? You know, all that energy, you've, you've been in competitions, you've won competitions. We found out one of the reasons you won a competition last week. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's got a little something extra, you know. <laughs> but it's that right there. You've got to have a game plan. You've got to know what you're doing. And I lost my train of thought. That's okay. That's all right. We're getting kind of low on time, so I'd like to move on if I could. <laughs> That's why I was looking at the time. I was like, yeah, yeah. ah, my brain said, sloop, slip so right away. In, in talking about success, we know that, that our daily habits, our routines are, are our keys to success. So what is your uh, morning routine? Uh and do you win the morning, you win the day. You and I have both um, seen different videos on that right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so my morning routine, when I, once I wake up, I do a breathing exercise. Um, I think it's Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F. Wim Hof does his breathing technique. Yeah, look it up. If you haven't seen it. I will, yeah. And look it up. Uh, he does his breathing technique where basically you're breathing in as deep as you can, exhale out quickly, but not, not all the breath. So you do that for 30 repetitions. And then on the last one, you exhale very slowly. Hold it for as long as you can. Then you take a deep breath in and hold it for 15 seconds and exhale it out. Do that for a series of three times. Now, what that does, it, it oxygenates the blood. Mm-hmm. It, it boosts the immune system. It helps the lymph system cleanse the blood as well. So it, there's a lot of benefits for that. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Anthony Robbins does it. Um, dude, there's a lot of people that do the breathing techniques every single morning. So mine's breathing in the wintertime, doing the breathing technique. I meditate in the morning before I even get out of bed. I lay there, close my eyes, I meditate, and I visualize what I want my day to be, right? If you don't know the what, again, if you don't have a goal, if you don't know how you want your day to turn out, it can turn out anyway. If you don't know where you're going, you can end up anywhere. Mm-hmm. So my morning techniques, again, the breathing technique, meditation, and then visualization. So that's my techniques for every single morning. Well done. So if, if, now I hear this a lot, people will say, well, I don't know how to meditate. What exactly is meditate? How do you, how do you do that? Dude, I heard that a ton. Now, meditation is really trying to quiet the mind. Now, when you first do this, you can't quiet the mind. The mind's going and going and going. It's just really sitting there 
And how I first started was repeating a mantra. I'm happy. I am happy or I'm healthy or I'm successful. It's repeating a mantra over and over and just focusing on one simple thing versus letting your mind wander about everything. Now, if your brain starts thinking about, oh, I got to do this later, I got to pick the kids up for soccer practice, I got to make this business phone call, I've got to pay this bill, that's fine, acknowledge it, but let it go and just concentrate on your breathing and concentrate on that mantra. You know, meditation, you can look it up, there's a lot of different meditations, some of it is just repeating mantras, mm-hmm. some of it is clearing the mind completely. But for those beginners or those who are wanting to meditate, Clearing your mind completely is almost impossible, and it takes a lot of practice to get to that point. Mm. So just start out meditation, just relaxing the mind, relaxing the body, and focusing on either counting or on a certain mantra. Very interesting. I was reading uh, just a couple days ago about the adult attention span now with the onset of the social media and all of the, the, the media that we can be bombarded with on a daily basis, that the average adult attention span is five Seconds. I'm sorry, what'd you say? No. <laughs> yeah, right. The attention span of a goldfish is six seconds. No way. So the average adult has a shorter attention span than the goldfish. Well, all right, so we're getting... <laughs> Dude, so I getting... did not know that. <laughs> so we're getting pretty low on time. Danny, one more time. How can uh, how can the ladies and gentlemen get in touch with you if, if they uh, have any questions or concerns? All right. You can reach out to go to my webpage, updatecreditrepair.com. There's a ton of information on there, my contact information. Or if you want to go ahead and shoot me an email, I can reach out to you for a consultation. It's updatecreditrepair at gmail.com. Or go straight to our website for our station here, strongerthanfailure at gmail.com. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's uh, edition of Stronger Than Failure. Danny, thanks again. I can't wait to be on the show with you next week. And we're going to have the, uh, the, the other guests that we were talking about earlier. Let's do it. Hopefully. And, uh... All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you are stronger than failure. We love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of our family. Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. Stronger Than Failure.